All right, guys, welcome to the first episode of Beat Break. Um, today we'll be talking about producer styles. You know, I'm a producer. I've been producing since middle school. Um, pretty much we're going to be talking about how produ producing styles mainly and what our inspirations we were inspired from and who we are inspired from. And I'm the so, co-host, Theo, and I'll also be doing, you know, the questions and whatnot. And yeah, so pretty much I'm just going to pass it on to my guests. You know, they can introduce themselves. My name is Kwame, but I go by Q Rock M. You feel me? Um, been producing since sixth grade. Yeah, sixth grade. And I have been singing and rapping since sophomore year. Yeah. And my name is David, but I go, uh, go by Apex, spelled A P V X. And I've just been producing for like a month, like a couple months actually, like maybe around four. I've been rapping for close to like two years. So. Okay. And for me, uh, I've been producing ever since about eighth grade. You know, my biggest inspirations are probably, uh, you know, Pharrell, uh, Swiss Beats, Timbaland, Kanye, whatnot. It's understandable. So, you know, we all have different producer styles here because I heard some of your stuff, um, Kwame, and you know, you produce some of like the more old classic vintage kind of sound, if you know what I mean. Yeah, the more Neo Soul vibe. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, compared to me or um, David, you know, it's more like we're more of the trappy feel. So how do you, how did you, where was you like, how did you think of your style? Where did you get your style from? Mostly my upbringing because, um, back when I was living in Jamaica at the time, like I grew up in Jamaica, but then I moved yeah. to New York and stuff. But, um, my dad used to send over like, my dad had like, a what's it called? A record player yeah and i had like mad vinyls he used to send vinyls every month and i just never stopped listening to those vinyls and like those kind of just molded me to the person i am today. so you know any particular artist like what kind of artist lauren hill erica badu um pharrell like you said kanye um tyler been tyler the creator he's yeah. been um, he's got his own like whole discography yeah, yeah i really it's crazy and as well as who, who else was I about to say D'Angelo, people like that, just yeah. older neo soul type people. Yeah. So, uh, what what actually what inspired you about their sound? What what flavor in the music gave you that inspiration that you wanted to actually pursue that style of music? I don't know. It's just their charisma, their the groove, even the. Well, I know Pharrell for a fact. Pharrell, like every most of the songs he produced, he like has additional vocals and whatnot. And that just like breathes his energy onto the track, in my opinion. Yeah, I see what you mean by that. But it's more like, what what makes you want to take this style or this feeling and transfer it over to your production? Hmm. What's that feeling? Um. How do I answer that? It's all right. Take your time. Take your time. It's the magic right. of editing. It'll work. <laughs> but um. The more soul, you know, you said soul, you know, I listen to some of your records, I listen to some of their records, and it's more like solely, you know, more kind of yeah, like a kind of got like a gospel sound to it. You feel not, not really, no, but not it's gospel, like but not gospel, but it's more like it got more of like that feel like you know, calm, yeah, calm, cool, calm, collected, yeah, you that's know, what, like just relaxed, yeah. Just relaxed. I think that just matches with the person that i am on the inside really yeah. if more than anything and they know how to bring about it yeah and yeah, so yeah. i i usually just like oh 
this person is showing how I feel. All right, let me try to emulate that and mix it into my own and, craft. And you know, that's how I felt too when I was making my beats. Because you you know me since like eighth grade, so you knew that when I was you know going through that phase, I was listening to a lot of like hard trap. Yeah. And so, you know, I, and I was very energetic, so I like to transfer that energy and all my energy into my music, and that really molded my style today. Right. Now, obviously, you have people like Nick Mira, uh, you know, just in general the the whole internet money label. Yeah. And they're making these kind of sad, you know, sad but trappy type songs mm -hmm. where it mixes rock and older um two earlier two thousand pop songs. And really turn gives it a trap vibe and that's really been on the wave i've been on because you know that's kind of like the mood that's i the feel future. you know that's the future and it really is you know it's kind of like a subtle you know sad but not so sad but it's more like i can't explain it because it's not sad in the sense that i'm depressed but it's more sad in like the sense a moody like, it's really just moody like it just yeah. gets you in a mood it's kind of like when like people like make like depression jokes and like we could laugh about it but it's still like like, it's still a problem. It's it, still yeah. something that people go through. Yeah, like you mentioning it, but you bringing a lit aspect to it. So yeah. it's just like party to it. it you know, because like, you know, you hear these love songs back in the early 2000s, R&B especially. Now, what we would call a love song is just a early 2000s. World, yeah, early 2000s. On track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. An early 2000s rock song with trap drums over it pretty much and i'm not discrediting the producers because a lot of work has to go into that because they still have to add stuff to it true still make everything blend but you know that's the style i've been on lately and i'm actually i like that style so much that i'm going out of my way saving up for an electric guitar and an amp right now to learn and actually make my own riffs so i can use it in my loops yeah that'd be dope you're gonna be the next jimmy hendrix probably yeah i actually really want to learn because in my producing style i really want to switch from more just like clicking and actually more having the actually. drums and more live That's like more live stuff because i want to have i want to have a mic'd up drum drum set in my studio and mm. for anyone that doesn't know i have a back room in my house that kind of got flooded and the insurance is covering it mm. and uh yeah it's turning into a studio so yeah. yeah and um yeah as you know that's pretty much how i feel about it but you know david how do you feel about your music where did you get your inspiration from i still can't answer that question fully i know when I hear music, I like stuff that's really like really soft and like melodies and stuff like that. Um, I know I would listen to a lot of like techno and like rock when I first started actually like listening to music. So I guess most of it comes from that. And that kind of leads me into like like towards the Juice World type of sound, like Nick Mira, Nick Mira type yeah, stuff. Man. Like he said, I'm kind of your style. So yeah, yeah that's, so that's it. You know, it's pretty much more like you're trying to go for that same style, but a different approach, pretty much. Because you you said you had a techno approach, and they really don't have a techno approach to it. So you're just really trying to make your own sound. Yeah. And I, I see that. So how how do you how do you go about that? Um. Mm, really, it's just anything that's like a really easy tune to it, like. Dang, I wish I knew more. It's just a really easy tune to it. That's it's all, okay man. because you know you're still a new producer. You're still growing as a producer. You still got yeah. time to grow. Right. You know everyone has different you know growing paths. It doesn't it doesn't really matter. You're gonna reach the same end goal as all of us anyways. Yeah. You know you know with music it's like you don't really know like it, you can't really explain why you like it why you like a certain type of music. So you know I understand. Yeah, because it's just the wave. It, the it really is because I know back in 2012 what was the wave then. You know, Chief Keef came yeah, out. It was really drill. just Chicago. It was really hard Chicago drill. And that's really what I took my style into. 
we really just follow most most producers really just follow a wave i don't know if you guys haven't heard of internet producers but i think most of us actually heard of internet producers what am i saying yeah. you know onto the contrary my cousin's an internet producer i was an internet producer at one point um i was, I was about to be one i was at a point well not yeah, you were at a point yeah because I know your stuff was on um, SoundCloud SoundCloud and stuff like, like that. Oh, wait, didn't Sorry. you have a beat oh, yeah. played on Adult Swim or something like that? Yeah. That's well, cool. that was that was my actual song, but they played the instrumental. That's, that's, they that's did? Yeah. Yeah, internet producers? Oh, yeah. I was about to be one because I figured that it would help with like getting more attention towards my stuff. But the only reason why I haven't done that is because, well, uh, FL Studio is kind of interesting for me right now. Yeah, because I, I'm pretty sure, you know, I don't think none of us got it. None of us actually pay for it. So. <laughs> but anyways, anyways. Now after this podcast, space. if all of a sudden it don't work, I ain't do nothing, bro. <laughs> it's a safe space. <laughs> it's every, a safe space. It's every, a safe space. Everybody's about to get a Gmail from ImageLine. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> yo. <laughs> Take it down, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so you're saying that, you know, you, do, you don't want to be an internet producer or do you want to be an internet producer? I mean, I would be if I could, like, secure a way to make sure that nobody could steal my beat or anything like that because... I mean, it's really easy to do. Yeah. Wait, is that free? Yeah. Wait, well, I, I it's, it's nine ninety nine a month, but it's, but for free, you only can upload like twenty tracks on there. Yeah. But if you're selling tracks, you really only need no more than like twenty tracks on there. You could delete them and all that stuff. Like, yeah. Uh, like especially the ones that you sold. But what I've been what I've been like finding out lately is, internet producers they get paid more through private dealing. Exactly. Like hitting people up and people coming to them asking them for music. So while internet producing can be a good way to get view viewers and people to to your um to your fan base, it's still the same traditional way that we have to produce. Nothing really has changed. Mm. Honestly, coming back to what you said, you have to push yourself out there. You have to push yourself out there. You gotta if you, do if, the if you have to spend a hundred bucks and in two years you make a hundred thousand bucks, why not? Right. For producing in general, nothing has changed. Like, you know, when you say all these people have changed, um, you know, all these, like, I don't know if you guys have heard of this, but the, I think it was like Vicer Complex. Yeah. You remember when they was like really trashing on tight beat producers, the internet producers? Saying Very much. They were just mm-hmm. stealing styles and marketing them. Yeah. And I don't know about you guys, but personally, I felt disrespected because I was just taking a bunch of styles I like, picking pieces that I like. I took melodics from like, Early 2014 Chief Keef speaker knockers, you know, hard hitting drums from the, you know, from the future trap stuff, mm-hmm. and then you know, the Migos drums, Beethoven, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. I just started making my own style using bells, and everything like that. And then more like I'm releasing a tight beat, because this is the type of stuff that we can go on, right? Mm-hmm. But they're pretty much trashing and saying that we're actually just stealing other people's style, and that's the idea of music, like. Like every generation has to be inspired by something. Exactly. Right. We were all inspired by something because you know, coming back to history, what is rock inspired by? S- swing, jazz. Mm-hmm. What is modern pop inspired by? Rock. Mm-hmm. What is metal inspired by? It comes back to everything. Yeah. Rock. What 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 did hip hop form off of? Jazz. Yeah. Jazz in the urban R&B, communities. Rhythm and blues. Exactly. And then modern hip hop pretty much evolved on that using more electronic sounds from the techno community. So with the same flows. With the same flows. Nothing really has changed about it. But apparently because we're on the internet trying to market our stuff, we're getting the back end for it. Very. But we always get the back end for it. I mean like well, yeah, we always get the back end, but it's more like it's a real tedious job. It is it's a tedious job because you know, everyone can say, 
uh, you know, everyone can say, yeah, I can go press this, 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 and this, and this on the FL Studio, and I can make a fire beat. But there's more to that. Exactly. There's, there's way more. more to that than. And just, I used to think that. Just, I used to think that. Exactly. Way. You used to think that too, because I remember you came for me one day. <laughs> We're not yeah. going to talk about it. You got to click this, <laughs> this, this, and this, and I've just made. Exactly. Like, oh, you just got to cut this, this, cut that, cut this, and you know, press this, press that, press this. But like, there's more to that. You have to learn arrangement, music theory. You know how to mix. You have to have the airs for mixing because if you don't have the airs for mixing, it doesn't matter how hard your drums hit. If if your mix isn't good, <laughs> there there's no not there's it. no vibe. Exactly. And and that was a huge problem with the producer um DJ Mustard. People always used to say that all this stuff sounds the same, you but know, whatnot. And and coming back to saying stuff all sounds the same, it's just his vibe. DJ Mustard makes summer songs. That's the vibe. You don't see him making winter sad songs. And all the songs he does make like that, they don't they work. They don't hit the charts. Yeah. The songs that he makes that hit the charts, they're his summer vibes. No one's going to care for the beat because it's the summer. You know, feelings. We're going to the beach. We're having parties. You know, we're having exactly. fun. It's the summer. You know, yeah. obviously, a person like Juice World, when he comes out with his tape, maybe around the winter, winter is more cold. You know, everyone's like, I guess more far apart because of winter break and everything, especially up north when there's snow days. You really can't go outside, so it's more like lonely. And I, that's how I feel personally. Right. So I'm like, yeah, you know, summer you got more your happy stuff. Who cares? But you know, when you're trying to like actually like listen to music, actually listen to music during the fall, you know, the winter, and spring, you know, you're really more looking into the music. He's like, everything sounds the same. Mm. But is is that really a bad thing though? Let's get onto that topic. Similar, music is subjective. Is it That's what similar people need to understand. Do similar sounding songs? Wait, let me rephrase this. Is making songs similar to one of your other songs, or just in general creating a very similar style that sounds the same? Is that a bad producer, or is that just a smart producer? It depends on how okay. lucrative the sound is, in my opinion. Yeah, it depends on how what you could do with it and you know how, how you, you could. it depends on how unique your sound is for me like with me i don't i don't have a problem with mustard because you know you can tell it's a mustard beat you don't need to hear mustard on a beat like you don't hear, need to hear you all really that. don't need to hear that you no. can just hear it by the bass how the bass is hitting like you know you have a couple songs like loyal yeah loyal um whatever yg drops um tiger yeah like you can just tell it's his vibe and wait, i don't really wait, have wait a minute Loyal was not DJ Mustard. It wasn't? No. Yes, it was. No, it wasn't. I can look it up right now. It was Nick, on it was, the um, California producer, Nick Knack. Because <laughs> I know for a fact <laughs> DJ Mustard did not produce that. Yeah, I, I I remember I heard D, I heard DJ Mustard's yeah. tag on Muzz that. On a so, beat. Oh. So. <laughs> but like, isn't one thing like a rapper? Because making beats i feel like a lot of it is for somebody in a way even though it's like our it could be inspired by someone but you gotta i mean if it's not actually made by yeah it's not made by um um mustard Haley, i thought it was no what no what song was that that we're thinking of is that one tiger song is that one tiger song i forgot what it's called no 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 it had it had chris brown in it well i mean was it new was it lil wayne no 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 no, no, no. That's I the one. That's loyal. Right, I don't you, know. You just want to like but anyways, this whole yeah. part because it's, it's kind of yeah. It's whatever. But um, right, let's, re- let's rephrase. Oh, I even, keep forgetting we're it's not a, live, bro. I keep forgetting we can edit this. Even with even with Pharrell, you can tell that's a Pharrell beat. Exactly. By the 
He likes to like three count. Boom, three count. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah. It's it, as long as it's unique. As long as you're not sounding like the next producer doing something. It's Honestly, whatever. And that's what I try to do. Like, I ha- I have a mic at home, so you know when I'm bored, I like take two things together and hit them and record it. Mm. Multiple times, multiple times, multiple times. Take different things. Take two sticks because I'm a percussionist. I take some keyboards, throw it out my wall. I'm joking. (laughs) I'll just take different things, hit them together, make some new sounds, EQ them out, maybe, you know, stretch them out a little bit, make a whole bunch of new sounds. Now I added it to my pack. My pack's coming out, by the way. It's $20. But, anyways. That's cool. Product placement. Product placement, product placement, product placement, product out. Might as well um, talk out the link. All right, bet. I mean, producing in general isn't like it's it's hard, but if you have a similar style, is it really bad? No, no, not at all. Like, I mean, if your beat sounds the same, is it really the same? Unless you're using the exact same melodies and the exact same drum, is it really that bad? Then no, nah, no. Nah. As long as you have a unique sound, then. You can you can have similar similar to your last beats and stuff like that. My problem falls more so when you things become indistinguishable. Yeah, like when you're sounding like the next producer, like for like, example, like like loyal, like lo- yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> like, like loyal, exactly. Like no, we if, thought it was made by DJ Mustard, but it really is some made California by DJ nigga, knickknack. Dang it, Nick, <laughs> no patty whack. <laughs> but no, um, like I'm saying, like if I make a beat and it sounds like David's beat, then like then you're starting to. That's when you get into the whole. Oh, that's when you get into the whole like, oh, everybody sounds the same argument and stuff like yeah. that because it's. You, sometimes it's not even the artist's fault. It's the producers sounding like the next five producers, and those five producers sound like the next. And then you have this big community. And, then, and then, that's the problem, right? Everyone yeah. wants to sound the same because everyone's trying to hop on their uh, hop on a wave. But my whole thing is, why don't you make a new wave? You, exactly. know, start a new wave? you, you say it like, like anybody can do it. Anybody, I mean, but can you can. You can. You really can. You like the thing really. I loved about like. The 2000s, the 90s, stuff like that. Everyone you can, you can, you can tell who's who. Like, Busta Rhymes not gonna sound like Jay Z. They from the same area. They from Brooklyn. I mean, you can't right, tell them apart. Right. Is what I mean. So that's why, I, that's why I like about like that era. Like, you can tell who produced who. You can tell who's rapping on the beat. Cause, like, honestly, nowadays, like, unless I hear the tag. I'm confused. I'm yeah. like, 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 can anyone tell the difference between a Metro Boomin' beat and a Southside beat? No, no, like, I mean, exactly. not, they part of a not group? to knock on these producers, by the way, but like, they make similar sounds. I mean, aren't they both from Atlanta? No, aren't they in a aren't they in like a producer group or something like that? I don't know. 808 Mafia ain't that them? No, um, 808 Mafia is just South, Southside and some other people. I could have sworn Metro was. In I mean, yeah, but, but 808 Mafia, let's, they made the whole trap sound. The modern 2013 exactly. onwards trap song. But I feel like one of the reasons as to why everything sounds the same is because everybody aims for the top, as you naturally want to do. But then... It becomes like, a diluted market. Because yeah, because there's no change in the sound. you just like, well, this sound is what's going on right now instead of I want to try this. I don't know if that's actually true, but I listen but to my family yeah, and, talk. And that, that's right to a point. But let, let's go back in time. Who, from 2012, who blew up? Future Chief Keef. 2013, Migos. 2014, Fetty Wap. 
a uh, race remember 2015 2015 was a dry year hold on that one kanye album came out didn't it life didn't... of pablo yeah so designer yeah designer mm-hmm. yeah 2016 uzi definitely uh, yeah. uzi yachty uh like kodak, 21 savage kodak you know that's the whole mumble rap phase. 2017. Cardi B. Cardi B. Um, X, I think. X. X really made his big debut. Ski Mask. Right. 2018. Yeah. Juice. Mm-hmm. And 2019. Now Ian Dior. We have. Pop Smoke. Pop Smoke with the um, UK drill. And so let's let's think about all these rappers that we just listed. None of them sound similar to each other. Let's be real here. Hmm. On the, when did Gunna blow up? I think like Gunna blew up this year. Last year, yeah, yeah, this year, this year, this year. Okay, but look, look, from all the rappers we said, none of them sound the same. Listen to their prime albums. Chief Keef, finally rich. Is that <laughs> is that fa- is that Chief fair Keef, though? Bro. Like hmm. none of them sound the same. X, he didn't sound. He doesn't sound the same as Uzi. Right. Uzi doesn't sound the same as Yachty, and Yachty doesn't sound the same as Chief Keef. Where did Chief they Keef doesn't sound the same as no. Migos. But is that is that fair though? Because like depending on the year, I mean. Of course, music's going to change throughout the year. So, I mean, is that really fair to do it year by year? I mean... I guess we could, like, in the same year, I guess. Because, like, when? even then, X came out nearly the same time as all the other mumble rappers. When did Trippy blow up? Because, to me, Trippy is a mix One of, six like... Nine did, I think. Yeah, what they blew that? up They blew up nearly the same time. But he's a mix of, like, X, a little bit of Juice World, like, a mix of a whole lot of people. To me, he is, at least from what I heard, because I don't listen yeah, to Trippy. Yeah, but, like... But, like you can you can have a bunch you can have cupcakes right but when, when you add all the flavors from those cupcakes into one cupcake you just make a whole new cupcake thank you you, you just make a whole new cupcake true you, you like if i take <laughs> straw if you have strawberries he has blueberries and he has bananas you know put it together now we have a fruit cupcake that's gonna be a jonathan ramjet in 2019 that was exactly. A, that was a quote. <laughs> exactly. So, like, you can mix so many flavors that you create your own style, and that comes back to our producing styles because that's pretty much all that we did. Mm-hmm. We all we did was just combine yeah. people's efforts, other people's efforts, put in our own effort, try to fuse all these styles together, and look what we made. We have all our own distinct producing styles because you can hear what I produce. My 808s. <laughs> <laughs> when I have my 808s on, like they're super distorted, but it fits my style because that's the style I like. Yeah. You know, your style, you're more like laid back, vintage kind of sound. Right. And David, he has more of the trappy feel, but that's okay because we all started on the trappy feel because we didn't that's have the a middle sound. ground. Well, yeah. if anything, I, I'm like learning from yeah. y'all. Really. Well, I mean, most like producers so who take the modern style, yeah, 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 start off in like the trappy feel. So it's more like. All right, you know. Even though I don't and need especially to do that. And in you especially, like you still have time to find out your style. You know, you can't really it's hard to change styles. And when you do, you're yeah. gonna have beat block for months. Like, I can yes. tell you for I can tell you personally, like style wise, when I switched up back in 2015, after you called me, you know, like 2016, 2017, after you said my stuff sounded the same, I stopped producing. So sorry for that, by the yeah, way. Yeah, you actually like no 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 no. You actually made me stop producing. Like it it hurt so Damn. much that like I had to like stop producing, deleted all my files, and started from ground zero, and rebuilt my style. <laughs> and I, I mean, I guess it all style. worked out, didn't I guess it? That, <laughs> I guess it all worked out. It all worked out. I guess that's neutral, then. God damn. I guess it all worked out because now I have this style that I love. I love my new style. My new style is unlike anything. And you know what? 
I can't even blame him because I still make the old style beats anyways. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't really matter. Well, if anything, I guess progress was made. So you know, uh, progress is made. I got my new style now. I got like three new styles actually. So you know, I branched out. Low key is kind of funny now because whenever I make a beat or whenever I make a rap, I think back to that moment. And I'm like, bro, I'm dead putting down the same, like, like same chord notes, and I'm like, ah. And that's what that's what I think too. Sometimes Carla. I'm like, <laughs> my hi hats sound the same. Yeah. So then, so then I started taking like three or four other hi hats. All right, we're gonna accent right here. We're gonna accent right here. We're gonna have a roll right here. We're gonna pitch down right here. We're gonna pitch up right here. And now my hi hats sound crazy. One thing about me, I have what you would call musical ADHD. Like I cannot yes. make a beat that sounds too repetitive. I can't do it. I can. I understand that. I can because I've gotten I to the point that. where it's like, all right, I'm gonna let the rapper do his job on the beat, hmm. and then after I'm gonna add all the effects because. My whole thing is with with my style is I'm gonna keep it open, and so when the rapper gets onto it, and you know his voice says, you know, or his voice wants something here, because you can tell when his voice wants something or his or her voice wants something on the beat, like it'll you you'll feel it. it a musician will feel when something needs to be changed, right? Always. So you know I'll change it. You know maybe take out the 808s here, maybe low low pass everything here. And you know that that creates my variation, but in reality, I'm not putting too much variation onto my main track, because at the end of the day, the rapper needs as much expression as they can. Exactly. And so what it sounds like is, because keep in mind, I'm still pretty like pretty <clears throat> slow new. a little bit on. And this is pretty good. much like so a like, little education for you, right? That, that's yeah. what that's actually why I took this um, podcast as. So for you, your sound, you really want to make different stuff with beats. So it sounds like you really want to make like the beat stand out yes, and like give the rapper a little bit less work. Like I almost want to give my beats their own merit, like as an instrumental, because that's what I want to do. I don't want the I don't want the artist to like overtake the track, in my opinion. And and that's Uh my thing, too. But when you do too much to a beat. You ruin it. You ruin the whole yes. beat. Like, I had beats that I just kept the main pianos and just kept it like that. Well, that doesn't... That's not always necessarily true. Well, I mean, it's not necessarily true, but it's more like... It's a general thing. It's okay. a general thing. Like, if you have to ask yourself, am I doing too much? Yeah. You're probably yeah, yeah, yeah. doing You're too doing much. You're doing too much, yeah. But like, if, but, like, if you require it, like, you say, okay, I need something here. Yeah. Then... Obviously, you need something there because you know what you want in your beat, your music. Yeah. And I, it just comes down to all the different styles we have. Me personally, I put a different like sound at the end of each verse. That's what I do. I don't try to vary it up too much like that because that can throw people off, in my opinion. Like, I try to keep a clear, you know, you know, set of patterns. I don't like add a new sound or positions. something. I might like change it up a bit. Like, well, yeah, that makes change sense. Change up the drum pattern. Because as, a, as someone who wants to actually compose music for bands you know adding a whole sound here where, where it really shouldn't be it's doesn't fit gonna, at all yeah usually for me when it comes to like that i actually kind of struggle with keeping it repetitive because once i hear this i'm already like all right let's change something with it which is really bad because now when it comes to like writing my song over it is such a struggle i'll to be do. spending like i'll be spending like like hours on like one track testing what's gonna work what doesn't work yeah it'd be like stuff that. like that maybe like that usually i introduce all the sounds and then i just throw them around in different places so like yeah, exactly. there'll be trumpet violin guitar 
and then I'll show you all of this in the start of it, like everything. And then you might not hear the trumpet until like the end or just in the middle, yeah. just for like a second yeah. or two. That's why it's composing. It. Yeah, pretty much. So, I mean, like to wrap it up, you know, just more producing styles, you know, how we change the producers and pretty much, you know, next, next time we actually talk, I want to talk more about like sound selection. I feel like we can go on to hours for that one. Very, Probably. Yeah. Hours for sound selection, but, and that one but you know, just to too. wrap it up. Yeah. You know, producing styles, we all have our own and we obviously all, we all have our own inspirations, some similar, some not, you know, it's just, it's really what, you know, how we go make about our it, music, how we go about it. Yeah. So, so in like, in order to wrap everything up, um, you know, our producing styles, you know, they're all different and, you know, obviously the sounds that we use are vastly different and, you know, that brings me on to another topic that I really want to talk about in the next episode is sound selection, because in general, we can actually talk about that for hours. We really can talk about that for hours Very, because yeah. it's, it's really in, like, it's really deep and we can really get into depth. Yeah. But anyways, you know, I'm just going to wrap it up. All right. Um, you know, we all have our own producing styles. Like I said, we all have our own influencers and, you know, like we said earlier, just because you sound similar to a producer doesn't mean you're copying them necessarily. It just means you're inspired by them. And in reality, as much you can, you can take as much inspiration as you can and make your own style from it. You know, the whole cupcake thing that I said, you know, you, you have multiple cupcakes, you it's put it together, shit. you make a whole new flavor flavor. Mm. Right. So yeah, just to wrap it up. Um, I'm Jonathan and I'm the host of beat break and I'm Theo. I'm the co-host. And I'll be signing out.